bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. It's the Hive Sports Podcast. Jazz, college football, bees, we got them all. So listen up, because we, 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 we got the buzz. Turn down the buzz! What's up, Jazz fans? It's time for a Take Note Thursday episode of the Hive Sports Podcast, bringing you quality content, whether it's written on our website, thehivesports.com, and your social media feeds on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, By the way, just search at the Hive Sports to follow us on all three of those, or here on your favorite podcast provider. If if you're on Apple, please give us a a rating and review. We'd love to hear feedback and with that out of the way, let's let's get this party started here on, on the off-season um, episode. So, so we've been talking about the off-season. I kind of previewed last week a couple things I wanted to talk about more in, in depth. I kind of gave you a little, a couple appetizers there. But um, eventually I'm going to want to get to Mike Conley, but I thought I'd save that for next week and do a little bit more preparation on, on that. Um, I wanted to talk about one big um, part of the off-season talk. You, you know in the off-season there's always rumors and buzz about about everything um, involving the draft and um, trades and free agency and just rumors, rumors, rumors. And so um, recently on thehivesports.com one of our interns, Griffin Gamble, and I'll definitely have to have him on the show sometime or but, but um, I just wanted to shout out his article. Um, I, I asked him, we were talking about Damian Lillard. So he's going to be the main topic of conversation today. And I know some, some of you think, oh, this might never happen. But it's fun to use our imagination in the off season. Um, right now it's a crazy time. And for some of you Weber State fans, I mean, it's, it's kind of fun to talk about Damian Lillard and and if you're fans of Utah sports, he did a lot for the Weber State Wildcats, and um, it was a small program, but he took them to new heights. And look at him. He started his college career in Ogden, and now he's, he's in Space Jam 2. He's supposed to be this super speedy. He's supposed to have super speed powers on the Goon Squad, which is like the villains, kind of like this, this Space Jam's version of the Monstars in the first one. And his name is Kronos, so yeah, he's um, from watching all the trailers. He's he's gonna be fun to watch there. But let's analyze his game and maybe some trades the Jazz might make to have would have to make to have this happen. Um, if you want to read um, the full article on Griffin's take, you can go to thehighsports.com. It's it's the most recent one that was published yesterday, June 30th. Um, so. Uh, so th- this is all stemming because Chris Haynes dropped a bomb that um, there might be some uncertainty in Portland with Damian Lillard, which is crazy because he just signed like a, a, a four-year extension or so. Um, but the, the thing is, in this day and age, stars have so much power, and I don't know if Damian Lillard is, is like the level of unclassy that he would do what James Harden did and just like get out of, get out of shape and just not have a bad attitude and just be like, I'm not gonna try unless you get me out of here. I think that's, that mentality is lame. Like you saw, I mean, there were injuries in 
in Brooklyn, but I just feel like that mentality doesn't really win championships, so um, I don't know. Unless, if, if Damian Lillard respectfully asked, like if I'm Portland, I might say like, thanks, but no thanks, like talk to us in a couple years. But um, you never know, so let's just say that um, Portland and Damian Lillard respectfully decide, you know, we need to rebuild. So immediately there's going to be all these other teams buying for his um, services. He um, so so Damian Lillard is a great point guard. Like let's just talk. He was probably like a I in my opinion he was a top five MVP candidate. I don't remember. Um, I'd have to check how many MVP votes he finished with, but he was just in that ladder of like the top five, top ten. Um, and if if we look at the the regular season, I mean, in the postseason, it hasn't gone as well for him. They they lost to the um, the Nuggets. I mean, they they did have one run where they they did make it to the Western Conference Finals. Um, I think to be honest, that the Jazz need to get to the Western Conference Finals. I'll I will I'll just go off on that that um, they they lost went in two thousand seven, but since then. Um, the Blazers and the Nuggets and the Thunder have all been there. So, so the lowly um, Minnesota Timberwolves, I think, are the only team that hasn't been as recently as the Jazz. So, would love to see them. I mean, we got to take a couple more swings at it. I think we have to at least do that, if not further, to keep Donovan here. And Donovan is is also another topic. I don't know if we'll, we'll quite get to him, but there's always these rumors already and it's like guys we've got three or four more years till he's a free agent but they're already start talk, starting to talk about Dwayne Wade being worried about Don, Donovan leaving and so we'll talk a little bit more about reaction among the media on that but um, yeah let's first talk about Damian Lillard well before that let's just give a congratulations to our friends just south of us in the desert the, the Phoenix Suns advanced to the NBA Finals for the first time since 1993 when when they went with Charles Barkley and were promptly defeated by, by the Chicago Bulls. Um, I was actually a three-year-old at the time, going on four, so I'm um, just getting out of my toddler stage. and I don't remember a ton about, I mean, I didn't even know what the Suns were. I wasn't a basketball fan until I was probably in first or second grade when I saw Space Jam. So um, it, it was... Um, it's cool to kind of reminisce about that. I, I talked to my dad about that, and he remembered it. He, he kind of said he wishes he would have done more. You know, we, we were down in Tucson, a couple hours south of Phoenix, but he was getting his doctorate degree and was working on that. But um, it's cool to kind of look at some of my hometowns and what they they've been able to do. And who knows, maybe um, the Suns will be will will be able to get championship for you know you know my my one of my hometowns of Arizona. I know I was ecstatic in in 2016 back when I liked LeBron before he joined the Lakers. Um, I, I we also lived in Ohio after Arizona, so so that was cool and he won that. But enough enough about that. Um, uh, I, I just thought um, that the Jazz really had a chance to 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 do that to do that, but but for some reason it just did not go well with injury with Mike Conley, and we have some answers to. We have some questions to answer on defense. So so let's talk about Damian Lillard. What what type of player is he? Well, he is electric on offense. And I mean, we do already have Donovan Mitchell, who, who is also electric on offense. Um, 
Damian Lillard so far is the second um, person in the NBA playoffs in points per game at 34.3 points per game. And it's a little bit disappointing because like you look at all the leaders in the postseason, and yeah, maybe some of them have a smaller sample size because they didn't play as many games. Like Donovan Mitchell only played 10 games in the playoffs, but, but Donovan Mitchell's fourth in the playoffs at 32.3 points per game. And let's keep in mind that a lot of that second round was on one leg, but um, so yeah, Damian Lillard, um, I wouldn't say he's Donovan Mitchell 2.0, but I mean, he's just been in the league longer. And I think Donovan can get to the level that Lillard is already on, but it's gonna just take some effort because Damian Lillard's been a killer, I think since um, when he was in college, I remember thinking my Aggies were pretty hot stuff because we beat um, BYU and that was the last time we actually beat them. And it's been a decade, which <laughs> it's kind of long. But then after that, this guy named Damian Lillard beat us. And I'm like, who the crap is he? Because <laughs> I hadn't followed Weber State that closely. But then I shortly found out, like, <laughs> he went to the NBA draft. And I think as a rookie or, or, or second year, I can't remember, he was one of the youngest players or only players ever to participate in every single competition. So dunk contests, um, three-point and skills, and rookie or rookie sophomore game, and the All-Star game. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so Damian Lillard is a great player, I think. Um, now that Chris Paul's in the finals, Damian Lillard might be the best player in the NBA who hasn't made the finals yet. Um, I guess that's debatable. Luka Doncic is a rising star, um, but but so Damian Lillard would provide you an electric offense. I think he's pretty good at distributing. He's not much of a rebounder. Let's let's look at his stats, shall we? Um, so so this year, he yeah he, he in the regular season averaged twenty eight point eight points per game. So not as many points, but I mean he's. He's always he's been pretty good at assists, like seven point five assists per game. That that would be a little bit of an upgrade over what we have now. Like Conley does decent at that. He's gotten a lot better. Um, but I think that yeah, Lillard would be an upgrade over Conley. Uh, no disrespect to Conley, but I mean you see Dame time for a reason, and especially his clutch ability. Like um, and Donovan Mitchell, I think he can be clutch. Um, I I haven't really yet seen him make a game winner in his career, which I've been kind of itching for that, but I mean, when I say game winner, I mean buzzer beater, but he's made clutch shots that have helped the Jazz win games in, in the final minutes of games, but um, I think Damian Lillard, if he joined the Jazz alongside Mitchell, then there's no question who you give the ball to. Now, I'm thinking of three scenarios, and the most likely, like, you can read Griffin's article too if you want to see his take, but I think the Jazz might have to give up Mitchell, which... I don't know why why they would. I, I mean, I will say, yeah, Damian Lillard would be an instant upgrade. So if the Jazz think they could win a title with Damian Lillard over Mitchell right now, then yeah, I'd take Damian Lillard. But Donovan Mitchell, it's just the ceiling is wide open for him. So I don't know if I would pick a guy who's 30 over a guy who's 24. And, and unless I felt like Donovan might not want to stay with the team long term. And Damian Lillard has already said a couple years ago, some people said, where would you go if you could go anywhere else other than Portland? And he's like, he's loyal to Portland, at least for now. We'll see if things change. If, you know, jobs sometimes can turn south and the grass looks greener on the other side sometimes. But he has said, well, if, if Portland didn't want him, like L.A. or Utah, because I think 
correct me if I'm wrong, but he is from the California area and who wouldn't want to be in California. I mean, I know we don't like the Lakers. I I kind of think the, that um, the Clippers down in, in L.A., I mean, I know we're still bitter about them, but um, I mean, there's a lot of different NBA teams in California that the Kings, the Warriors have had, had, have had some recent success, but anyways, so, so Damian Lillard, um, that, that would be great. I just don't know. I guess if, if we could keep Damian Lillard and somehow retain Mike Conley, I think that would be a pretty good backcourt. It wouldn't be as good as Damian Lillard and Donovan Mitchell, but <laughs> Mike Conley, if he can stay healthy, would be great. And, and I don't know, maybe you get yourself, um, if, if you shed Donovan Mitchell's contract, I mean, I know then you're taking on Damian Lillard's, but if you could try to round out the roster with some more elite defensive players, because let's be honest, the Jazz kind of got exposed defensively, and, and then I don't know why Rudy Gobert was a scapegoat. I know he's a rim protector, but like our wing guys, I felt like, didn't do their jobs. They weren't closing out, and, and so we're like expecting Rudy to protect the paint and guard the perimeter. Like He's he's not like the Elastigirl in Incredibles. He, He's got to be able to um, do his job, and other people got to do their job. It's a team sport, so um, so that's the first most likely scenario. I just don't know if the Jazz would want to do it again unless they felt like Donovan Mitchell was gonna leave. And this early, I don't think Donovan's planning on leaving anytime soon. If if he does or something at some point, and let's say Lillard at 33 or 34, maybe, maybe take a a flyer on him, and maybe he, he can give you some good years in the twilight of his career like Chris Paul did if, if for some reason um, things don't work out in, in Portland like two or three years down the road and, and Donovan if, if it's not working out for him. I think jazz fans, especially the ones <laughs> that reside in Weber County would like that and I mean I'd like that too but I mean I'm, I'm really sold on set on Donovan Mitchell. I hope you know Dwayne Wade as a mentor can, can help and the front office can help build a contender. But let's say that the Jazz want to keep Donovan Mitchell and somehow get Dwayne Wade and, um, and have that backcourt tandem. Who else would they target? Um, I mean, Rudy Gobert, like <laughs> defensive player of the year. Um, I, I think that, that that, in my opinion, would be a fair trade. Now, now I don't know um, if, if the Blazers... Would, would want Gobert if he'd fit their system. If they want to go for more small ball, then, then maybe they don't they don't take him. But I think Rudy is just so underrated um, defensively. If um, Chauncey Billups, if Chauncey Billups is a defensive-minded coach, um, the, the new guy with, I, I know Terry Stotts just got fired and that might be hard for, so Damian Lillard, um, I think he's happy with the Billups hire, but then he got some crap from Portland fans because um, Billups had some um, legal issues with um, some sexual um, assault, some some stuff that that he he had done, um, and I know I, I kind of wish Becky Hammond had gotten the job. I think eventually it'd be cool to see the first female NBA head coach. I think she, she'll probably get the Spurs job at some point. But but anyways, um, so how how would the Blazers look with with Rudy Gobert? Well. Maybe a lot like the Utah Jazz. I think they'd be good. I don't. I think that they would have to have good wing wing defenders because, like you saw, that that's how the Clippers were able to beat us. They had um, some good wing defenders, and so um, they, you can't just always be getting either getting beat or not close out. Like you gotta stay in front of your man and blanket him 
And if he hits a three, if if you give him an inch, and he um if you're in his grill and he, and he hits a three, then so be it. But like, you gotta at least close out on Terrence Mann. So, so I think that the the Blazers can get to where they haven't been in a in a while since like the early '90s. Kind of I think the year before the Suns, one of those years with Clyde the Glide Drexler, they made it. But so that's the second scenario. I think that would be the best case scenario. Like, I know. Some of you Jazz fans, especially you Rudy Gobert fans, might disagree with me, but like, I think the 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 new NBA the Jazz could go small and be okay against some teams. Now against teams like the Suns, like the the Suns exposed the small ball Clippers lineup because DeAndre Ayton made them pay because he has an offense like no disrespect to Rudy, but a lot of his offense is predicated on the pick and roll. So when they they do the switching. Um, Rudy didn't punish them like he's like Patrick Beverly's guarding him and so I think Ru Rudy I have I don't have a problem with his defense his defense is good like some people who say he's a fake defense player of, of the year and just need to <laughs> get off Twitter and get a job or something but his offense I think need, needs some work if if we feel like we can get um get help him get like a post game like get like a turnaround jumper get like a sky hook or I don't know, just some something um, other than. I mean, I know he's he's capable. He's an NBA player. He he can shoot those shots, but a lot of times um, it's over those bad teams that have a smaller defender. That's just the teams are isn't very good at defense, so he just dunks over them. So, but I'd say 80, 90 percent. I'd have to check to be sure, but a lot of it is predicated on the pick and roll, which is great. Like Stockton and Malone made a feast feasted off of that, but. I feel like in the new NBA where there's no illegal defense where you can do a zone or do a, do a switching, like um, it really takes away a lot of the pick and roll, and and that's that's why nobody will. I don't think anybody will ever beat Stockton's assist record. Like just in the modern NBA, that might not happen now. Now threes, like three, the new NBA with with the zone, like it's a lot easier to to hit threes and net now because um, I just feel like. The, the way people are defended, it's it's there's more open shots for three, and people just kind of finally realize three points is more than two. So, um, so that's the second case scenario. The third case scenario would just involve an overhaul of p of uh, pieces that the Jazz have. Now, what pieces do the Jazz have? Yeah, they have Mike Conley. Um, so if they they traded, I mean, I think um, if they traded. Conley then, I mean, Damian Lillard and Donovan Mitchell, like I said, the best case scenario is is to trade just a lot of our role guys, like let's say Royce O'Neal, Joe Ingles, Bojan Bogdanovich, like I don't know how many of those pieces are attractive to the Suns. I think um, Royce O'Neal is a good defender, so if, if uh, sorry, did I say Suns? I meant Blazers. So if you if you um, get Royce O'Neal, good defender, Bojan, really good shooter, I think He's underrated when he's healthy. When his wrist is healthy, he can stroke it. I think he had like a 48-point game, like his career high with the Jazz. Um, so, so those guys are great. Jordan Clarkson, the sixth man of the year. Like you take a couple of those guys, and maybe you take some draft picks out to 2025, and you you try to go for a title. Now, I think the Blazers would probably probably click the phone, um, hang up, and unless it involves Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert. So um, the best case scenario would be that third one that I mentioned because I feel like the Jazz, we might lose a little bit of depth if we lose some of those guys, but we can go out and find flyers and guys that can play defense. Um, I, 
I don't know like who's available, like somebody like Matisse Thibel and of the 76ers, I remember he did a number on, on my Aggies, and um, by the way, one tangent on the Aggies, um, I'm hoping the Bucks make the finals, but then I'll have a hard decision. Do I choose cheer for my hometown team or for Sam Merrill, who's on the back of the bench on the Bucks? Now, if Sam Merrill gets some minutes, then yeah, I'd love to see him win a championship, but um, if not, then I'm like, I, I in my biased opinion, I don't... <laughs> feel like they deserve to win a championship if they don't play him. And I mean, because when they are playing him, it's because they're either beating the other team out or getting beat. So hopefully they're beating the other team out and letting him play in the fourth quarter and be part of a championship team. But anyways, so back to what we were talking about. So, so hopefully you guys found this helpful or entertaining at the least. Um, I, I know that Colin Cowherd so now let's talk about Donovan Mitchell a little bit more before we go. We have a couple minutes. Um, Colin Cowherd was actually stuck up for the Jazz, and I, I really liked that. Like I think he likes Utah and realizes it's not as crappy as everybody on social media, like in the LA area, makes it out to be. Like people are moving here. Like there's a reason I think people are moving here. I saw a sign that said that there's a reason Californians are moving to Utah. Like. And, I mean, please stop moving if you're from there because the house prices are going up and some of us might want to buy a house. But, um, anyways, so he was saying, like, if you're talking about crappy, like, Cleveland's crappy. And I kind of got slightly offended because, I mean, I am from Ohio, from North Canton area. But I kind of get what he's saying. Like, Cleveland's known kind of as this mistake by the lake out there. And, and like, LeBron's even from there. And, and Nobody wanted to go there, and it does get kind of cold out in Cleveland. Like that's one knock that they have with Utah, but at least there's mountains that you can ski in. Um, but I mean, LeBron's from there, and he left twice, and he called people like Chris Bosh, and Bosh was like, "Click." But anyways, I don't want to take still too much of Colin Cowherd's thunder because you know, if he's a big national guy, and if you want to go, I think if you go on Twitter, like, and just search for him and his whole video about the Jazz, it's part of his little the herd um show that he does i think i thought that was interesting i think donovan mitchell should want to play here i mean they, they talk about him being Dwayne wade 2.0 i think it's kind of cool that you see Dwayne wade talking to him on the sideline and really helped him in that first round um and hopefully Dwayne wade can help him get over the hump because donovan mitchell i think is a young star and unfortunately injuries derailed his um, postseason this year but i think if he keeps working with Dwayne wade um and hopefully, if the league can find a way to eliminate some of these injuries, I think some of them are just kind of freak accident, like just people rolling their ankle here and there. But like, it seems it seems pretty serious. Like, um, I think I think Donovan Mitchell um, grind, grinded through it, though. He was like, yeah, he just wasn't himself, but he still like managed to score thirty nine points. So like, imagine what he could do fully healthy. I think he could score like. <laughs> 50 or 60 points, like, I mean, hit last year in the bubble, he got that 57-point game and a 50-point game, so he's basically Dwayne Wade with the three-point shot, that's all I'll say on him, but um, really excited for just off-season talk, talking about Damian Lillard, um, this will be the only episode we talk about him to the Jazz, just because I wanted to, to remind you guys, just go to the Hive Sports, even if you don't believe in, in that this is a possibility, because it's kind of just honestly for fun. There's other um, jazz articles. If, if you just go to hivesports.com and click on our jazz tab, 
we got all this jazz content. Um, you can re read it over some of the great memories of the season. And then now we get into off season. There's draft talk. Um, Griffin talked about uh, the last week. He talked about um, he's going to do a series of mock drafts up until the NBA draft to see who the Jazz should draft at number thirty. So, so be be sure to take a look at that and just get excited. It's summertime. Like I said, Space Jam uh, two. It it, it, it ha the new legacy has um, a Utah guy with the Utah ties. Like um, the first one had Sean Bradley who played for BYU. Who knows, maybe Space Jam 3, Donovan Mitchell? <laughs> I think I wrote an article a while ago about debating who should be, uh, kind of debating who should be um, in Space Jam 3, but um, I'm, I'm hoping to do a, a Weber State Wednesday podcast at some point, or, or, or do some kind of hype up like before Space Jam, and then maybe talk afterwards about my reaction, because I think it comes out on Friday, but with my work schedule, I'll probably go on Saturday on a matinee, and that'll be so fun. Um, I know some of you guys might not have liked it as much or might be past your time, but I kind of grew up watching Looney Tunes because my mom was a big fan of it. But anyways, I hope you jazz jazz fans are doing great. Um, yeah, next week um, I'm planning on talking about Mike Conley. And by the way, if any of you want to join the podcast, I'm looking for for a hopefully a permanent co-host at some point. But I'm, I'm kind of taking flyers on, on any jazz fans that are available we usually record wednesday nights or right now um thursday morning but um so whatever works best with your schedule i want to accommodate that but but yeah at the same time let's let's plan this in advance so that we can ha have a fun summer and get through the off season because i think sometimes talking with other jazz fans helps us get over what was in my opinion kind of a disappointing season overall and it's hard to say that i still think it's a top i think it's a like a top 10 season um we've only made the the conference finals i think six times in our our um franchise history so i have a whole article on that by the way the, a couple of weeks ago but um i think the postseason was disappointing because i was hoping for at least the western conference finals just somewhere um that the current jazz like nobody on the jazz roster has ever been like nobody from the d era is still there like favors um was part of the d will, will trade and is now back with the Jazz. Um, we'll see what happens in the offseason with him, but um, but but yeah, so, so nobody really has has made the Western Conference Finals on this, on this team, so let's just hope that next year the Jazz are just as good. I think getting the one seed or even even the two seed, honestly, this year, you know, I'm kind of wishing we got the two seed, but unfortunately, I think that the Blazers saw, not the Blazers, the Clippers saw a mismatch and, and dipped down to the four seed so that they could play us, but you saw the Suns swept Nuggets. I'm I'm sure without Jamal Murray, I'm pretty sure we would have handled our business. Maybe not swept, but like at least in five or six games. But anyways, thank you, Jazz Nation, for listening to me for almost about 30 minutes now. So I'll I'll let you go and get back to your summer. But let's just um let's just be tough this off season. I know it's gonna be tough, but hey, we got the draft and summer league right around the corner. Let me know if you guys are going. Maybe I'll, I'll make an appearance, but thanks and have a good rest of your week.
TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school. So check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.